0: Let me take a guess. You've been listening to Call Me By Your Game, having a pretty dang time, but you've run out of episodes. Finding yourself waiting for the next drop each week. Wondering where, oh where, can I get more, more Call Me By Your Game content. Well, I'm here to tell you folks that there is such a place. It actually exists. This is the host of Call Me By Your Game, Connor McCabe, here to tell you all about our Patreon network over at SuperNPC.com. Radio. So this is our Patreon that we have created to not only support our shows, but make new content and bigger content going forward. In fact, if you like Call Me By Your Game, I want to tell you all about the co-op episodes that we do. These are monthly episodes where I sit down and do a deep dive with a panel of people to talk about a particularly impactful game. We've discussed games such as The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Super Mega Baseball 3, Final Fantasy X, Tony Hawk 1 and 2 Remake, and we have so much more to come so if you're interested in hearing these episodes these are a part of our dj toad tier on our patreon which is ten dollars a month and again you get a monthly huge episode for me and some of my most favorite people talking about iconic games so, if this is interesting to you, check us out. And if you want to get a taste of what it's like, take a look at the previews that we drop in this feed. Otherwise, we'll see you over at our Patreon network at patreon.com supernpcradio. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, uh, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McCabe, bring on a guest each week to talk about a video game that is special to them and why. And if you listen to the show, you'll know very well that we talk not only as much about what made playing the game fun and what our guests loved about it, but also dive into any context details that are fun to share about their life, about when they fell in love with it for the first time. Uh, a little housekeeping up top. You can follow us on social media. We're on Instagram at Call Me By Your Game Pod. We're also on Twitter at Call Me By Your Game, but there's only one Y, so B Y O U um, R. I'll put links to all of this in the show notes. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That really helps our visibility. So I know the listener's probably in love with this game, just like our guest. So why don't you comment uh, on your review and let us know uh, your favorite part about this game or this episode? Uh, You can share it with a friend, and of course, as you'll hear later, uh, we've got a Patreon with a ton of bonus content, and that's at patreon.com slash supernpcradio. Uh, That's it for the solo dolo portion. I guess I'll introduce my guest and finally get a little what the listener might appreciate as a back and forth. Uh, So please, welcome to the show, Poltergust Master, EGAD (laughs) Apprentice, and Gooigi Activist, (laughs) Dahlia Malik. Welcome.
1: Thank you. Hi. (laughs) It is
0: so good to have you on the show. Uh, I also uh, need to announce up front that this is, the listeners always want to know what's going on behind the scenes. They're like, how do these episodes get coordinated? How do you choose the games? And this was a game that was a hot ticket item that you ended up with, my friend. So congrats.
1: Thank you. (laughs) Was Uh, there a lot of competition to talk about this game? (laughs) There
0: was one other person and they had another game that was also near and dear to their heart. So we went with that one. And everyone, I guess, ends up a winner in this case. But uh, yeah, so later today, um, would you mind even introducing the game real quick? Like what we're going to be talking about later?
1: Um, Luigi's Mansion 3 is a game where you play Luigi and or his, uh, what would you call it? A sidekick? I guess Gooigi. so. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> his little friend. Um, uh, and you go through a mansion slash hotel busting ghosts and, yes. and destroying bosses to and save more Luigi's friends and brother.
0: Yes, very. you know what? <laughs> there it is, folks. You know what the game is. Uh, yeah, I'm really excited to talk about this. It, oftentimes on the show, I feel like uh most often in fact we are talking about older games from like our childhood or something this is a more recent game not the most recent we've had a couple games from this year we've actually talked about but i'm really pumped cuz i love this game too uh i can get into an episode whether or not it's a, a game that's up my alley but this one is so i'm really pumped um before we talk about it though i want to get to know you a little, a little better and also, as as I've already said, another peek behind the curtain for the listener. Uh, technically, I do know you through the same way I know most of my guests, which is through the Los Angeles uh, comedy community. I guess I'll say the broad comedy. Not going to specify it <laughs> to just improv or stand-up, but you yeah. and I did meet through improv in, uh, I want to say, Improv 301 with Sissy Fenwick, I believe. Wait, like five years ago.
1: I think – Oh, my gosh. I can't actually remember who it was because we were that group of Joe's orphans and we lost (laughs) our teacher. And then we had all these substitutes, but I can't remember all of them anymore.
0: (laughs) Yes. I forgot that that's what we called ourselves, Joe's (laughs) orphans. I think that was maybe even a text thread at one point or a Facebook thread.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was how we coordinated. (laughs) Shout
0: out to you, Joe Hartzler. I know you're out there uh, uh, on Twitch. Uh, Just moved to Canton, Ohio This is all real stuff I promise I'm not making this up Uh, But yeah, I think I'm pretty sure that's where we met And because that group of people Was my first group That I ever practiced with regularly And I remember us going to Dan's house in Los Feliz Because we had to practice at his house I don't know why (laughs) I think it was like He didn't want to go anywhere is my guess
1: well he had a nice space in in like the yes. back he had i don't know what to call that like a tiny yeah. house in the back it's not a shed it's like yeah a it was large like a structure it, it, that isn't his house
0: like i don't think it was a garage but it felt like a garage you yeah know? <laughs> uh, which is not the not the greatest for room but it was great for just having space to do improv so i guess that was nice we didn't have to cram into anybody's living room uh but yeah that was the first group that i i remember just like I truly remember sucking so bad and at points during our (laughs) practice group, because it's like, you know, you're getting into the later levels of those courses. I was just like, why isn't this clicking for me? Like, this is felt like every practice there was like such a struggle.
1: That's so funny, because from my perspective, it felt like you were the star of the class. And I was like, (laughs) this is the guy who's actually going to keep doing improv because I'm a stand up. So I'm just like, I was just doing that to get looser and be yeah. better on my feet. But I was, I knew I was bad, <laughs> but I was like, Connor's going to keep going. I could tell. <laughs> that,
0: uh, I'm so glad you felt that way. That's very, that's very nice. It's a much more positive light than I was painting it in. And you know, it probably wasn't as bad as I remember it, but as you're, I think learning and getting comfortable with yourself and other people, it, it, it's a lot of noise in your head. I think and that's that's (laughs) the listener comes from is for us to hear to diagnose our neuroses over over (laughs) comedy and improv but yeah that was so much fun that's how we got to know each other Um, and then we've kept in touch loosely over the years you did you're a stand up as well uh, and a really funny stand up and you've done you played a couple of Tuesday Night Thunders that I used to host so belated thank you. By the way, that was
1: fun. I miss that. I miss real life. <laughs>
0: oh my gosh, real I comedy! the clubhouse. <laughs> gosh, I know. I I never I, because I was hosting two shows a week there. I don't think I would have ever guessed that I would have been like, I miss this place. But I, <laughs> you know, yeah. I think after ten months of not being able to go there, I do, for <laughs> sure. Uh, I've kind of been rambling just about how we know each other, and I touched on it a bit. But is there anything else you want the listener to know about you? You're a comedian. Uh, you are a fantastic stand-up. What do you want to share?
1: I mean, that's really all that's going on in my life. I sit at my computer and yell at it and do online stand-up shows. Um, <laughs> that's my entire existence at this point.
0: <laughs> I love it. When is when is your show? What's the name of it? Where can people find it?
1: Um, well, it now I only run Interruption Show online. It's on Twitch. It's twitch.tv slash interruption show. Oh, so sweet. it used to happen in real-life venues. Um <laughs> I had another show that's on hiatus and until – if we ever come back from this. Um, yes. <laughs> hopefully it'll come back to LA. It was called Ground Floor and it was another stand-up show. Yes, um, that's yeah. your
0: show, Ground Floor. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I've got a feeling that for some reason comedians aren't probably on like the top of the list for the vaccine. But <laughs> – Maybe if a few of us can sneak in as like COVID test site workers, we can get it early. Just get get, get the comedy scene kickstarted because that's my big concern. Yeah, <laughs> in I
1: the think world. we're like the least essential. I
0: think so, comedians. <laughs> and then I I doubled down by you know doing podcasts, so I'm even less <laughs> essential. Uh,
1: they're like, gosh, you're well, never gonna leave your house anyway, so <laughs> you're fine. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh,
0: they're like, you don't, you really do not need this. Uh, Well, that's, that's fantastic. Did you, did you already say when the interruption show is on Twitch? Oh, sorry. It's Wednesdays
1: at 6 p.m. Pacific and Saturdays at 3 p.m. Pacific.
0: Wow. Double duty. Definitely
1: until we come back.
0: (laughs) Cool. Uh, that's fantastic. And anything you share or want to plug today, uh, including at the end of the show, I'll leave in the show notes. So it'll be just a click away for the listener. Um, I'm also, I
1: keep forgetting to say this when I do these things, but um, I'm also co-producing Comedy in English with my friend, Michael Majid, who um, used to run that show in Santa Monica. It was in an international hostel, so it had a really international vibe. So we just have it earlier in the day so we can still have like international guests and audience and stuff. So that's that's every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific. And the name one more time? Comedy in English. Comedy
0: in English. Awesome uh dang we've got our we've got our hands full with the show notes this is perfect Uh, it's actually very like the easiest thing i do um that's really cool uh let's before we talk about too much about luigi's mansion 3 today uh as i always do i want to dive into whatever history you might have as a video game player so again like i said before the show as much or as little as you want to share uh feel free uh but I think the thing I want to start with is: Did you like? When did you first take an interest in video games? And do you remember one that was like sort of captured you? If that ever happened.
1: Um, so my first experience with video games—I'm seven hundred years old. Um, so <laughs> it was the Atari. Um, I didn't have one myself. My aunt and uncle had. Uh, I I think I I remember playing Pac Man. I was really young. I was oh, probably nice. like three or four years old. Um, I think they had is Pac-Man even an Atari game? I don't remember. I, I feel think like I they remember had an playing, Atari
0: version of it, I think.
1: Okay. I think I remember playing that and like the Donkey Kong one.
0: Nice.
1: But it's such a vague memory, but my first console myself was the NES when I was like five. Oh, killer. Um, so, but I, I still feel kind of like I'm new to gaming because <laughs> I like, I had the Super NES after that, and then mm-hmm. didn't really get any more consoles until the Switch. So I've played nice. computer games, like, here and there. but um, And I wanted to get a Switch last year. And then I was like, I have too much work if I <laughs> get... A console, I'm going to disappear into a hole and I'm not going to get anything done. And then, um, so I put it off and then this pandemic happened and I was like, oh, I'm doing nothing. So It I was got one.
0: so your destiny to be a Switch <laughs> owner that the world ended yeah. itself so that you would have an excuse.
1: <laughs> thank you, universe. <laughs> yes, thank you.
0: Uh, that's. I, I don't think you're entirely alone, though. I think a lot of people have, I mean, not just because of the year that we've had and that video games are one of the few... Things that have really boomed and people have come back to. But yeah, I think a lot of people who used to play just early consoles have found themselves coming back in this generation specifically with Switch.
1: They've been sold out for months and Mm -hmm. they were on the black market and they were... Price is it price gauged price gouge? How do you pronounce that word? I
0: think it's gouge, but I'm price but I, gouge. I know what you're talking about.
1: I was seeing them for like a thousand dollars on eBay.
0: <laughs> People were so desperate too, and like everyone wanted them. They weren't manufacturing wasn't up to par, so they just were gone one day. It felt like
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, sp- speaking of wit, well, before I ask you about the switch, um, I know that you you said you fit, more feel like you're newer to gaming. Do you remember? any games on the NES or the SNES that you had that you really liked or that stood out to you?
1: I mean, I've always been a fan of the Mario games. Um, and then I remember like a lot of random games on Super NES. There was this Animaniacs game that was really yes. fun, but it was so hard.
0: <laughs> I know that game.
1: I don't think I ever beat that game. It was so difficult.
0: I, I There's one of my favorite video game podcasts did a whole episode on all of the Animaniacs games this year. Oh. <laughs> and so it was really fun to listen to because I, I played a different one before, but I know the one you're talking about. I think it's notoriously hard. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, those, those consoles, especially the SNES, I remember had a lot of licensed titles like, uh, like the Disney games were really popular. Star Wars was really popular. Um, but do you, you also mentioned playing computer games. What do you remember any that you got really into when that was a part of your life?
1: Yeah, I got into, um, there was a Hobbit game that I also found to be really hard. Um,
0: <laughs> maybe <laughs> like I'm just the not Hobbit? good at
1: games. Yeah, The Hobbit. And um, I don't know why I got that. I just thought it looked cute. I'm yeah. I'm attracted to like cute, colorful games. So <laughs> yes. I liked the graphics. Um, I know the actually, one you're talking about too. Because I was just like a bored little kid. So I also like further back in probably... Yeah like the nineties or the mid nineties, I was playing the Hugo games. I don't know if you remember like the Hugo trilogy. I
0: don't, I'm going to do a quick I am 700 years old. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) it's like one of those, um, I guess it's an RPG, but you do like, you type out the commands.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Old it was. Um,
0: (laughs) Dang. So sort of, is it like a text adventure where it's like you're at a wall and you have to decide like turn around or whatever. Or- you
1: can still control Hugo with the arrow okay. keys, but you type the thing that you want him to do. So it's like pick up the key or something.
0: <laughs> I'll just say I finally got to a page. Hugo is not what I imagined him to be. He's this tiny elf looking guy.
1: <laughs> I mean, he's just a regular guy. <laughs> this it's is so Hugo's funny. House of Horrors. I think that was the first one. And then there was a Who Done It, and then there was like this jungle one. So
0: interesting. <laughs>
1: And I'm I'm not sure why I got into that. I might have found it at like some defunct electronics place yes. <laughs> that was like it was like maybe on sale. I don't know. I used to also download a lot of free games because I just had I'm an only child, I had a lot of free time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I love I love hearing about uh some more obscure titles or ones I don't <laughs> even recognize on the show because occasionally someone else will hear it and then reach out to me and be like, that game they talked about. I know that one. Like we had, oh, yeah. I did an episode a couple months ago all about this game. I had never heard of that was really, it was this French game. It was called a uh, little big adventure Two slash Twinsons odyssey. It had two titles for some huh. <laughs> reason, but that game I didn't even remember had been referenced in an Episode I did even earlier this year So my friend was like I was listening to your Show and Annabelle talked about this My favorite game ever and then she And then it, this other person ended up coming on So so you're planting the Hugo Seeds for us is my long
1: walk <laughs> To that oh great that's yeah. so exciting I really love that game and I actually Did beat it which I feel like I cannot Sorry my dog No that's okay I feel like I can't say That about a lot of games so I did beat Hugo
0: <laughs> oh you know what As, as someone who who puts in too much time to video games in their life? I also have trouble with finishing games, so there's no shame whatsoever. Uh, that's so funny. Um, the next thing I wanted to ask you about was you said that you got your Switch this year. Can you? Was it like a whole, uh, whole adventure to get this? Was it very easy? Did it fall on your lap?
1: Um, I was refreshing Target and Best Buy. <laughs> i'm sorry there's like someone i think i'm getting like a delivery or something so no, my dog's good. going nuts um
0: it's a delivery of the new hugo game we just had that sent over <laughs> to your house uh courtesy wow. of the pod.
1: <laughs> do you guys have prime that was fast yes uh, <laughs> um so oh we were talking about the switch um yeah i was refreshing best buy and target like to see their inventory like every single day and then target <laughs> got this tiny trickle in like I don't know. It was like Anaheim or something. I was, I was staying in the desert with my boyfriend. It's a long story, but we were like isolating away from my parents Yeah, because they got stuck in Egypt for two months because international travel was halted. So they were there for two months and then they came back. So they needed like their house to just be there for 14 days and see if they had symptoms because we didn't have testing yet. Yes. Um, (laughs) Wow. During that time I was just like on the target website, like refresh, 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 just, um, compulsively. And then, um, (laughs) yeah, they got like a couple and it was, you can't always order online. Like sometimes you have to pick them up. So for some reason it let me order online. So I was like, yes, take all my money. Take, take my money now. Oh, congratulations. (laughs) It was great. Um, that's it was,
0: fantastic.
1: It's kind of sad what a rush I got from that.
0: <laughs> hey, you know, uh, in this difficult uh, year, this difficult time, I think anything that brings you a little bit of excitement and joy is can be okay. <laughs> so no shame. Um, that's co- really cool. Did you end up getting a one of the regular switches, or did you get a switch light?
1: Um, I got the the blue and red one.
0: Oh, nice, nice, nice. I like that. I have the. I got the gray. One originally but then eventually got those Controllers because I like them
1: Yeah I was like for some Reason I was like I'm not getting one unless It's the blue and red one (laughs) And then I I think I lowered my Standards when I saw how desperate it was
0: Yes but it worked out At the in the end anyway that's great
1: I don't know what's Happening
0: hey it's someone What's your dog's name Cisco (laughs) Cisco is having Uh a crisis or maybe it's <laughs> just expressing themselves. Uh, Cisco, come here. <laughs> it's going to be okay, Cisco. Also fantastic name. How long have you had Cisco? This is the part where I segue into making it a dog podcast.
1: This is um, where I uh, further reveal myself to be a pandemic stereotype. Um, yes. I got him in, in March, um, just like everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, I I love dogs. I've always wanted a dog, but I kind of sped up my timeline when the yeah. world ended. because um, I was like, Oh, I may never <laughs> yeah. I may never leave home. So <laughs> I'm not gonna be able to do this dog list. So I got him, even though I was not in a in a position where I should get one, <laughs> but yeah. I did it. Well,
0: that's awesome. I I became a pet owner this year as well. I have a cat oh. now. Congrats. Thank you. Not as cool of a name as Cisco, but she's pretty great. Um I think the Oh yeah, when you got your switch, what were did you get it to play a specific game where you trying stuff out? What was going on there?
1: I actually got it because I wanted well, it was two things. I wanted to play Luigi's Mansion 3. Awesome. Um because commercials work on me. I watched <laughs> a trailer and I was like I have to play this. I love and then it. um I have a friend who's been posting screen caps of Animal Crossing for just years and years, like all the past oh. um, versions of it. So I was always really jealous. So that was another game I really wanted to play. Oh, awesome! Um, so those two, and I also um, Mario Tennis Aces. I know that's kind of random, but um, I used to be really jealous of people who had the Wii, and I used to play it at other people's houses. But I never got one because I never had money. Yes. So, um I just wanted the type of console where you could like swing your controller around and that does something, you know, like the Wii. <laughs> yes. So I was like, okay, this is like an updated version and it's not, it's absolutely not like Wii Sports. I hoped it would be, but. Um. Yes.
0: <laughs> there's, so there's no motion controls within new Mario Tennis.
1: No, there are. They're just not the oh. same. It It's not what you would expect. I don't know. Yes. I find it to be a really strange game and I prefer playing it in story mode, which you don't. Use motion controls for so. Okay, gotcha. I wound up just playing that game sitting down, just like everything.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Quite the opposite of what you were uh, thought you were getting yourself into. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, that is fantastic. Uh, What do you remember? What about the Luigi's Mansion commercial got you? Um,
1: it is cute. Again, Um, yes. (laughs) And I like. I love Luigi. I love a game that focuses on Luigi more than Mario. Yes, I love them both, but I just um, and it just looked so delightful. Like the graphics that are all like horror, but like cute horror. Yeah. And, um, just his reaction to everything. Like you just see him like having all these jump scares and it's hilarious and yes. adorable. So that was, that was what got me. <laughs> cool.
0: That's awesome. I was, I was curious. I, I, I love that just because I've, I've played these games since they've come out. So I, I don't know what it's like to look at it, you know, with a fresh set of eyes. So that, so thank you for sharing that. Um, Bef- aside from Luigi's Mansion 3, uh, before we take a break, was there any anything else about your history with games you wanted to share? Anything we missed that's vitally important to your history?
1: Um, I was trying to remember this other game that I used to play on Super NES. I think it was called Bubsy. Do you remember <laughs> yes, that?
0: Bubsy? That <laughs> He's like a – I don't know if he's a squirrel or a cat. I don't think he's a squirrel. I think he's like a cat. Maybe, but I know Bubsy. I, I have so. a Bubsy game, unfortunately.
1: Oh, you do? <laughs> yes. Is, I remember liking it a lot, but is it like a really fast game?
0: It can be really fast. Okay. There, there are <laughs> par, so I've only I got actually I bought an SNES about a year ago, so i it's a new it's new to me. It one of the few games it came with was one of the Bubsy games and yes there are moments where you can just like fly through the level he's really sarcastic <laughs> but yeah which I think could get you through it but for me I was like this game stinks and was like played it <laughs> two times as a joke maybe although I although,
1: loved it <laughs> it kind of makes
0: me want to stream it because I've got some weird games that would be really fun to stream so I'm gonna pocket that one for later <laughs> uh, That's fantastic. Well, well, great. Well, you know, we're going to take a quick break, but then when we come back, we're going to, let's talk all things Luigi's Mansion 3. Hello. My name is Jeremy Schmidt, and I host a podcast called Video Games A Comedy Show. We pretend like we are morning radio DJs within the Mushroom Kingdom for exactly five minutes per episode before dropping it all together. We cover topics like our favorite video games to take on vacation. The birthday roast of Mario, favorite desert island PS2 games, and infinity more episodes. If you like to hold a controller and are prone to laughter, well then Buster, I've got hours of stuff for you. Check out Video Games a Comedy Show anywhere podcasts can be found. Welcome back to call me by your game. Of course, this episode discussing uh I will say definitively my favorite Nintendo Switch game from last year, Luigi's Mansion 3 with our wonderful guest, Dahlia Malik. Uh, and Dahlia, uh, before we you know dive into y- you know all the important details of your personal history with this game and what you've enjoyed this year when you've played it, um, I'm going to share a little history and context. Uh, and of course, if you want to interrupt me at any point or ask a question, feel free. Uh, otherwise, I'll just give a vanilla reading to our listeners. So uh, first is Luigi's Mansion 3 is an action adventure puzzle solving game for the Nintendo Switch released on October 31st, 2019, Uh, which I'll already interrupt myself and say that when this was announced, it was speculated that it would come out in the fall, uh, you know, likely October. But then when they announced it was coming out on Halloween – it was kind of annoying because I wanted to be playing this game through October. That's like, it's like getting a, a, getting a, it almost feels like getting a Christmas movie on Christmas, but then watching it afterwards, sort of thing. I don't know if that makes sense. Uh, no,
1: it does. Yeah. But I was,
0: I still got it the day it came out. I was really excited about it. Um, but I just wanted to share my grievance, which is it, it <laughs> should have come out two weeks ahead of time is my pitch.
1: <laughs> I noticed you said that it came out last year and today's the last day we can say that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yes, New it New is.
0: New uh, <laughs> of course, we're recording. Uh, we're having a super fun uh, uh, New Year's Eve recording. I mean, what the hell el- uh, heck else am I doing? But so <laughs> so the listener to that's the timestamp for you today. Yeah. Um, Moving on, though, uh, this game was developed by Next Level Games and published by Nintendo and is the third game in the Luigi's Mansion series. Uh, After the events of Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon, the second game on the 3DS, uh, Luigi, Mario Peach, and some toads take a vacation to the Last Resort Hotel after receiving a mysterious invitation. After arriving, all but Luigi are captured by the hotel's manager, Helen Gravely, who is working with King Boo... Uh, and Luigi is tasked with saving everyone. Thankfully, he's not alone and is assisted by Professor E.Gad and the aid of his trusty Poltergust 7000, which, for the listener, is a Ghostbusters backpack. I think it's the easiest <laughs> way to put it. With a bunch of different, uh, different other attributes on it. Um, Sort of to wrap this up, uh, during the game, the player uses Luigi to battle ghosts, mostly by using his poltergust, as I said, to capture them after finding weaknesses. Uh, the player also solves puzzles, collects treasure, and searches for elevator keys in order to gain access to different parts of the hotel in the hopes of saving our captured friends. Uh, the game was met with critical acclaim and in its early age is considered the most polished and best in the Luigi's Mansion series. Uh, it is it also received high praise for its charm, level design, level design and variety in the collection of mechanics available to Luigi. Um, as far as history and context, was there anything that uh, any oversights that I made, anything we've got to share before we talk about you?
1: Um, I don't think so. It is charming. I yes. agree with that nailed it
0: i always love uh that's what i like to do is talk for five minutes uninterrupted and then ask my guest if that was good and and then they have no choice but to just say yes so we can move on so thank you dahlia um
1: well let's get it. i will say yeah. i wish i could have played the first two games because i haven't so i don't have the context yes that you have
0: yeah they're <laughs> uh and and i'll get into it more later but they're both great games they're f- kind of fantastic in their own ways uh but this one I was just right up my alley, and I'll talk about why later for sure. Um, but we'll sort of get into it. We got a little preview earlier. Uh, you discovered this game because you saw it on uh, advertised in a commercial. It got you, as we learned. Um, but then did you did you pick it up that day when you got your Switch, or was it did it did you buy it digitally?
1: Actually, my boyfriend gave it to me for my birthday. Um, oh, nice. I I didn't expect that he was going to do that. Um, oh,
0: happy belated and, and way to go, boyfriend. <laughs> Proud of him.
1: Thanks. I mean, it was in July, but... Um, <laughs> so six months ago, almost. <laughs> <laughs> or in pandemic time, it was like eight years yes, ago. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I suspected, like I figured out that he got me a game, but I thought it was going to be Animal Crossing. Okay. Um. So I was like avoiding buying games because I thought he was going to get me yes. like one of those. Um. So yeah, and he got me the physical. Nice. Um, yeah. So.
0: Very cool. Yep. I don't. I don't. I'm. <laughs> I'm curious. This isn't really Luigi's Mansion related, but uh, as a new Switch owner, someone who hasn't. Uh, been super active in video games uh, rec- so recently in their life. Do you have a preference or care at all whether you get a game digitally or hard copy? Does that matter to you?
1: I prefer digital. No offense to my boyfriend. I um, still love him. Um, but <laughs> I just I lose things easily and I don't like clutter, so sure. I just like everything to be digital if I can help it. Um, I buy music digitally too. I don't like... I'm not like sentimental about you know, having album art and stuff like okay, that. So gotcha. I just want to have like, <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's cause I always live in tiny apartments and I move a lot. So, but it's yeah. like, I just like to keep things as minimal as possible, but some games are not available in digital for, so I'm like, I'm not going to not get them. Yeah, totally. It's just my preference.
0: There I, that's very, thank you for filling me in. That's very cool. I know it might <laughs> seem like a, a small little thing, but as someone who uh, has been playing games for Majority of their life and, and, and loves them. I, I mostly get things, mostly hard copies if I can – uh, if, if anything, I've only gotten more hard copies cause I've started to get paranoid. Like, what if I can't use this console anymore? Like, what if they take it away from me digitally? Like <laughs> just being a complete oh, yeah. fucking psycho, honestly.
1: <laughs> that sounds like a legitimate fear. <laughs> yeah. If, if, if,
0: if you unfortunately have put too much of your care into, uh, this, uh, hobby like I have, you start to worry about those things. Um, but very, very cool. Uh, so your boyfriend got this for you for your birthday um let's get into it when you started playing it was it something that you would just pick up and play occasionally would you just get sucked into it for hours on end like what was how are you playing this game
1: i inhaled it the first time i played (laughs) it it was i think i finished it in like I mean, it's not a long game. It's like a finite game. So yes. you it's not like you're wandering around forever. So I think I finished it in like twenty hour or twenty-four hours, something like that. Nice. Not Way to go. Like twenty-four like game hours or in a day. <laughs> game hours, okay. yeah. Those are different things. I think it took like a week, something like nice. that. But it was still like a ridiculous like for me, it was a ridiculously short amount yeah, of time. That's um,
0: so th- one thing I really appreciate about this game, and I'd be curious, it sounds like you like it too, but I don't want to put I don't want to put words in my guest's mouth is that (laughs) I actually really like how linear it is. And when I say that, Mm -hmm. I mean that like if you just getting through this game is like it's it's kind of hard to get completely lost and completely off track because you sort of know you're always looking for that next elevator key because you're just trying to get to the top to save Mario. Some games I do not like when they are linear, but for this one, it really worked for me.
1: Yeah, I appreciated that. I think I get really overwhelmed. Like Breath of the Wild is I like that game, <laughs> yeah. but I I can only play it in really short periods because I just find it so overwhelming. I'm like, I don't know when this is going to end or how yes, and those, some, something
0: <laughs> like that, which I also adore that game. One of my favorites of all time there. Like sometimes having no direction is more overwhelming than having like very clear yeah well only like one way to do things directions for just for <laughs> yeah, me yeah people personally. have
1: told me like just wander and i'm like but what About do i why?
0: do <laughs> yes and i think that a, a, the taste for something like or the appetite i would say for something a game like that uh, mm-hmm. is is very foreign to me i am someone who grew up very privileged so i always had a lot of to do and a lot to play to so where if like i got stuck on something or confused i could just drop it and do the other thing uh which has led to some really bad habits in my life um (laughs) but that game it took years of uh undoing that uh that those (laughs) issues to like to get to a place where even playing an open world game like that was was for me so but i'm glad to hear that the linearity of (laughs) of luigi's mansion uh It just worked for you. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. And I, I don't think it's too much. Like, I think it still rewards the wandering. Yes. It's just maybe not for as long or indefinitely. Totally. I would say. Um, Although I still don't really understand what the gems are for. Like, I don't care so much about the gems. Yeah. But- the
0: rupees, like the money you collect. <laughs>
1: Oh, in, sorry, in Luigi's oh, Mansion, yes. like the, I think, the floor gems. <laughs> you know, I don't
0: believe, to the best of my knowledge, I don't think there's like a reward you get at the end for collecting all of them. I think it's just a way to, it's more of like a collector's uh, barometer. It's like, oh, look, yeah. I did see everything in this game. I got all of the headphones or whatever.
1: Yeah. Uh, My first like playthrough, I was like, I can see that. I don't know how to get it and I don't have time. Bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. And that's kind of a, a nice thing about it is that if you don't want to engage or don't know how to engage with stuff like that, it doesn't necessarily lock you off from the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so you inhaled this game when you first played it. Um, what do you what got you? What did you love about it? What like really do you do you remember what pulled you in?
1: I don't know if it was any one thing, but I I was expecting something when I saw the trailer, yeah. and I got that. Oh yeah! But it exceeded my expectations. Like the music is really wonderful, oh, it's so great. And I I didn't know it was going to be so great. Um, just they're all all these little tiny things that are just so like you. I love the wandering around. I know I just said like wandering. Yes. scares me, but like I love just wandering through the rooms and just making a big mess with the vacuum (laughs) with the (laughs) poltergeist and i don't know i just i love all the little details it's it's just great it's and i love luigi's mannerisms oh my gosh Um, (laughs) he's um i have a joke in my stand-up that where i say he's like very relatable because i'm in my mid-30s and like he Every time he does anything physical, he has to, like, grunt or just, like, make some sort of verbal. He's just like, oh, oh, and I'm like, that. those are the same noises I made this morning getting out of bed. So wow. it's like I can tell he's in his mid-30s, too. I didn't
0: realize <laughs> um, that we would be anointing him such a relatable king, but he really is.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. He's also, like, he has these, like, lines that he'll just say, like... He's always scared, and yes. so he'll just be like, "Mama Mario," and he'll do that like while you're in the middle of like fighting ghosts. Yes. And I'm like, "Why did you do that?"
0: <laughs> he is so funny and goofy. Uh, a fun little fun. So this isn't part of. So I spoiler alert. I have two fun uh, end of show segments for you. A little later, um, one is a fact segment where I share facts with you, and one is a something else that I'll get into. But this is not a fact that I'm gonna share later, so I feel like I can share it now is that the f- it was the first Luigi's Mansion game that was a launch title for the GameCube where Luigi find like got this uh, personality solidified. He hmm. it's funny, I was just having a conversation with somebody else about, um, have you played the other like platforming Mario games where you're running around just like side to side ever?
1: Uh, like what? Like, the... like any
0: of the Super Mario brothers, like Super Mario. Yeah. So Luigi has this character trait that eventually comes in where his jump is higher than Mario's and he sort of flutters his legs. Um, oh,
1: yeah. Like in, in two. Exactly. Uh, that's yeah. in fact the
0: exact <laughs> game I was just talking about. This is the oh, first okay. game. That was the first game where he looked physically different than Mario besides the color of his outfit. But Luigi's Mansion was when he, like, fully adopted the scaredy cat, like, uh, (laughs) where's my brother personality, and I couldn't be happier.
1: I love that because Mario is, like, the superhero brother. (laughs) Yes. And Luigi's kind of, like, even, like, Luigi's player, too, you know? (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) That's true. And he's so clunky in that second game. Like, I hated playing his his character. Like, I would always play um, the princess. Oh, the best, with that floaty jump? jump. Yeah, <laughs> or hover really, but uh, yeah. Uh, well, and I was just like, he's just—he's never been as good, but it's like now it's his time to shine. <laughs> totally. In
0: in fact, in the in the first game as well, uh, you you learn this immediately. In there is that Mario has gone missing and has been captured, so you're—it's Luigi for the first time overcoming his fear and going to save his brother. But the whole time he's also calling out for him, like you said.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, he I, I. I just like it. It's funny how I've like known this version of Luigi for so many years, but it also care, like still worked in this game for me so well. Um, mm-hmm. and in, and, and at the same time, like just the overall charm of this entire game really worked, which is some of the things you were touching on earlier from the, the music to, uh, to his quirks, to the way he can interact with certain things. Uh, was just so interesting to me. Um, this is an easy, obvious question or not an easy question, but like a go-to for me for people who've played this game. But do you have a favorite floor in this game or a couple that you like?
1: Oh, there are a lot. I love the garden one. Um, oh, interesting. I, I don't remember any of their names. Yes. You know, I'm just going to oh, describe them, I love the garden one. Um, <laughs>
0: That's with the, the I, plant, and, right? Yeah. Oh man.
1: It's just, it's beautiful. It's just, it's visually just stunning. And it's, Complex and it has all these little puzzles. It's great. Um, I like the museum one with the dinosaurs. Oh, so cool! <laughs> um, and I like the castle one, even though that boss is a pain of the dick to beat. But yes, um, I don't like that boss, but I like the floor. <laughs> there,
0: uh, I love that floor too. And there are a couple bosses in this game that gave me some trouble. That one, yeah, that one gave me a little bit of trouble. It wasn't the worst, but the one. That really just was I could not get a handle on, and I feel like I just brute forced my way through it. Was the um, the the boss in the mines where you're on like the floaty in the water?
1: Oh yeah, that was irritating. I
0: just like I kept my brain kept screwing up whether or not I was supposed to suck in air or blow out air, and I would just get hit by the spikes. It was that was a that was a time where I had to put the game down. I'm sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um there I like the DJ one too. I thought I found the boss to be kind of like what do you have to like notice which ghost is like not dancing in in sync with the other ghosts or oh, something. Don't, do you remember this? They're remember like break dancing.
0: One. I remember who it was, but I don't remember the traits.
1: I liked that floor, but again that boss was like it's it takes so long. Yeah. It's just very time consuming. Yeah.
0: Um having not played a luigi's mansion game before this one uh was there anything that it took like anything that it took getting used to for you or was it just as like you i'm curious because you because of your more limited experience with games uh coming from it you know with more of a fresh fresh set of eyes like i said earlier uh so i've jumbled this question in this in in my <laughs> brain but um, was there anything that took getting used to, or was it sort of like, did you pick it up and you gelled with it?
1: I think it starts off slow enough to where you can get used to it. Yeah. Um, so it'll like teach you how to play it in the beginning, yes. you know, like it'll tell you what buttons do what, and then you'll start advancing your features on the Poltergust. So I feel like that was a good, not just a good introduction to that game, but a good introduction to Switch games in general. Cause, yes. um there are certain games where I I find it difficult to control like the camera at the same time that I'm controlling the the character. Yes, and um, I always have to like invert the controls because my brain won't. Okay, work. interesting. Good to know. <laughs> so, but with Luigi, you don't have like the camera option, so it's just kind of it's it's a little easier. <laughs> yeah, that is
0: nice. It's it's kind of like you're in these little dioramas, going through each level, each room kind of feels like its own. And yeah, that fixed camera angle does make it, I mean, it moves, it adjusts, but as as opposed to, you know, having a free one, it feels like that is just such the right choice for this series for me, at least.
1: Yeah. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I have also gone back and like played it again and forgotten. And then I'll try to like adjust the camera and I'm like, Oh wait, it doesn't do that. (laughs) Just like out of habit. That's
0: so funny. Uh, one of uh one of the things that i i really loved about this game a couple things that are just sort of the the mechanics of using luigi and and guigi really um was there anything that really stuck out to you as far as like whether it be i don't know uh using your the suction cup plunger or using the blue the 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 blue the black light the that like weird light that (laughs) you get strobe thing Yeah. yeah was there any mechanic that you really were drawn to or or struggled with anything that stood out to you
1: i kept forgetting that you could use what is it called i guess whatever the x button does where you like make things appear and you can also use it to detect like ghost footprints.
0: Yes, that's, I think that's I that weird blacklight thing that, that, I that was, was talking there.
1: About. Yes. Oh, okay. It's not the like flash one. Okay. Um, I would just keep forgetting it was there. And so I'd be like stuck on a puzzle forever because I forgot it was a yes. feature. <laughs> and then I'd have to come back to it. Like, oh, <laughs> there was this door that doesn't look like it's here, but it's here. So.
0: Yes. There are kind <laughs> of a lot. I mean, as it's not like you have an unlimited skill set, but there are enough things in this one To where it's easy for that sort of thing to happen, for you to like just, oh yeah, I didn't try this one thing.
1: Yeah, I was like, I don't know why that was the one I kept neglecting, and then you would think I would remember because of how many times I (laughs) forgot, but I didn't.
0: (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to think, oh, um, uh, a couple things that really – one aspect of this game that I thought was – we've touched on a couple of them already – but that I, I really appreciated were some of the boss battles. There, I didn't like some of them, but then there were also some that I thought were so cool. One of them you sort of brought up earlier, which was the uh, at the museum one where you fight like the, mm-hmm. the T-Rex ghost and then like the yeah. caveman ghost. Are those the same floor or am I mixing those up?
1: Wait, what's the caveman?
0: It's like the guy who has the big club and you've got to like get him to hit the ground and get his club stuck and then you have to go behind him and and like suck him up somehow. Wait. He, you, you, I'm sure you'll recognize up, it when you remember. see it, but that might be a different floor than the one I'm thinking of, actually.
1: Oh. Is that the same floor? I don't. I don't remember. I kept thinking
0: they were connected because I think I just associate <laughs> cavemen with dinosaurs, which I don't know if that makes any sense, but...
1: <laughs> no, it makes sense. Yeah. Uh,
0: I kind of felt like they were two, oh, wow. two parts to the same boss battle, but there
1: were... I don't remember. Part of the fun for me <laughs> in those
0: boss battles was like the they are puzzles themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you talked about favorite levels earlier, but did you have any bosses that you really liked or thought were interesting or like really hated that we didn't talk about? <laughs>
1: um i remember being frustrated by the garden guy
0: yeah
1: (laughs) um i'm just trying to remember the that's okay is that the one where you have to
0: use the chainsaw
1: or Um, am i thinking
0: of a different garden yes yes
1: because you have to like it's very like awkward to hold it yes (laughs) um do you remember the chef Who's like in the kitchen, he's like French. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, I really enjoy all like nobody really talks in the game, yeah. but they make these like vague sounds. They do. So you can just like tell he's French based on the vague sounds <laughs> he's making. <laughs> he's just like, ah, yes. <laughs> it's, I thought that was hilarious and delightful. I really enjoyed that. Um, the, Oh, I found this, I guess I would say frustrating. Hmm but the the piano guy
0: looks like
1: I guess he's supposed to be like Mozart or something. Yes. Um, That was frustrating, but yeah, he's got quite a temper. Um, But I don't know. I just, I loved that floor and I loved, I loved it even though I I was very frustrated by it. But yes,
0: (laughs) I, I remember that. I definitely died a couple times to that boss and one annoying thing about this game Which is not This is not the only game that does it Is that when you're really low on health the It makes a, that annoying sound Where it's like your heart's beating But it's also an alarm yeah. And it's like I hate that I'm already stressed <laughs> out that I'm getting my ass kicked by this composer Could you not? Um, but uh, that one in particular Like when I I don't even hear the music from that boss battle I just hear the dun,
1: dun, 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 dun,
0: dun, Just a million times Uh but I, that's
1: how I feel about the boss in the castle floor, because I I don't know. I don't think he's necessarily the hardest boss, but I did find him difficult. And um, it started getting like repetitive. And he makes like this sound over and over. And I was like, I just want this to end. Yes. <laughs> and then you, like you've got him making that sound, <laughs> that like rage sound that he makes. And then you've got that heartbeat going on. And I'm just like, ah. Oh, <laughs>
0: it I I have witnessed someone playing boss battles in this game and just actually rage quit because of stuff like that. Cause I think (laughs) it feels you do kind of get piled on with the noises in the, in the, like, I guess, uh, what would you call them? I can't even, I can't talk the, the, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. What's I'm really going to slow this down and break it down for us. It's not an impulse. What's like when you are receiving information,
1: uh, <laughs> oh, like a sensory overload? Yeah,
0: it's a sen- – thank, or- thank you so much. <laughs> that was such a disaster. My brain just couldn't connect those two things. Yeah, you're like almost being uh, – just receiving too much stimuli. That's where it is. Oh,
1: yes. Thank you. Uh,
0: too much of that can really yes. push you over in this game, I feel like, as fun as it is most of the time.
1: <laughs> I've definitely like thrown tantrums and quit um, yes. playing games. Um, I don't know if I did it with Luigi, but I've done it with other games. <laughs> yeah. You're not you're not,
0: not alone. <laughs> um was is there we've talk, I feel like we've gotten to cover so much about this game. Was there anything <laughs> else that you love about the oh here here's I know what I wanted to ask. I know what I wanted to ask. You've said a couple times that you've played this multiple times. Um, Mm -hmm. do you remember anything about, I mean, and it might just be some general quarantine stuff, but either of your playthroughs, do you remember anything, any context that was interesting that was going on? I know it was right after your birthday. Was there any like thing that was going on that you felt like sharing about or that you remember intensely from that time?
1: Um, I'm trying to remember where I was because I've moved around so many times with this like isolating for a while yes. and then I moved. <laughs> so I think I don't remember if we went back to my parents' house or if we were still like stuck out in the desert. I don't remember where we were, but I just, you just so remember in the zone that with the game. It's, it's understandable. Yeah. Cause I wasn't always playing it alone. Like sometimes this is also what I love about the game is that we would like, I would be playing it. Then my boyfriend would come home or whatever. And he would just like pick up a controller and join me as Gooigi yes. or whatever. And like, it's not, I feel like with some games when you want to do multiplayer, it's like a whole thing and mm-hmm. it's really annoying, but it's, it's really easy and quick. With yeah. Gooigi, so it's like, we beat the dinosaur boss together. And it's, I think it's really fun to play with another person because you're like tag teaming and, um, you're like okay I'll go this way and you go this way and you do that and avoid the puddle and stuff like that so it's I think it's a really fun way to play so I feel like um we bonded over that oh that's
0: awesome I I can't believe we almost totally skipped over Guigi until you just brought that up but
1: (laughs) that is a really
0: it's a cool part of this game for many reasons but the the one thing I wanted to uh sort of touch on was what you were just sharing sharing which is like it is so easy to just pick up and play. You literally just turn on another controller. You don't have to change the setting. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, like, save and quit and then boot up. Uh, also, Gooigi is just another Luigi who can't go in water, but it's yeah. not like you're just being some shitty secondary character and you're picking up, like, yeah. just items for somebody.
1: Right, yeah. It's like he has things that Luigi can't do. Yes. And... So it's like you both have your limitations and your perks. Totally. So I'm like, I don't care which one I am. Yeah. <laughs> Just pick up a controller and play. <laughs> I can Im- I would
0: imagine that I you said it was even I don't know if you said it was more fun playing together, but that would seem more fun to me because as much as I like the Guiji functionality and I like that you can, you know, press the right stick to get him to shoot out and then you control him. It would be so much easier if somebody else was doing that. Then like try- yeah. <laughs> especially the intense parts in this game where you're switching back and forth uh, or using mm-hmm. both of them like in the – my personal favorite floor is the the movie floor where that director goes to Oh, is. my gosh.
1: I wanted to talk about that. Yes. Great.
0: Uh, well, all, all I wanted to say was that like that boss battle, you have to pop out Guiji and, and shoot uh, like that ball back at the Godzilla thing and that was hard. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes,
0: let's talk about that. That was – that's my favorite floor like for sure what do you like about it
1: i love that you can just like warp to different like tvs or whatever yeah. <laughs> um but that boss is just hilarious like he just he really cracks me up because <laughs> or he's not a, is he a boss he's like a boss ghost yeah he's it, not the godzilla and it's guy, weird but, because it's
0: just like a regular ghost i think but in the godzilla yeah. outfit
1: He's just so sensitive and that's so funny. <laughs> yes.
0: Um, I think – so for the for the listener, just in case you're not familiar, um, it's probably been clear, but there are – I don't know, 13 or 14 different floors uh, in this game, maybe more, maybe less. But each of them is themed, uh, which is really fun. It, it's been said before, but it feels like you're visiting a different sort of like part or like land in Disneyland or a totally different world. Um, and – the one we're talking about is a collection of movie sets where there's this ghost who's like this uh, seemingly very up his own ass sort of like artistic <laughs> director. And it's really fantastic because there are, I think, four different movie sets besides the main one where you have your boss mm-hmm. battle. But not only can you warp between the different TVs that are for some reason set up around this the sets, but <laughs> you can also – like activate each set to be its own scene, which I thought was so cool.
1: Yeah. And what is it that you have to find for him at the beginning? Like he's so upset that he can't find his like, is it his director's chair or his like megaphone or something? I don't remember.
0: You know, I don't remember either, but he is definitely down in the dumps. That's for sure. He's an emotional <laughs> guy. Uh, yeah. It's he, he is really funny though. Cause I was so glad that you don't, have to fight him for so long that he just kind of stays your buddy and he's so fixated on luigi he wants to make luigi his like little hollywood starlet i love it
1: (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) uh yeah i just i thought that floor was particularly great not only because of the like as many parts of this game have it's just so severely charming especially the, (laughs) the the director and i thought the mechanic was cool when you would like look into the camera to see this specific movie set differently and then solve a new puzzle there. Yeah. It was very cool to me.
1: I loved that. <laughs> I just looked it up. It is that he lost his megaphone. Oh, okay. And have to like find it for him. Because, like, <laughs> it's of all things for a I just love the idea of like a, a ghost who has like imposter syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: it's just so funny. Uh, there's and, and don't get me wrong. I love – almost every floor and i love almost every ghost but this one in particular was just one of the more special ones to me
1: yeah
0: um wow uh i think i I don't really have anything else to share which is good because this podcast episode's not about me it's about you but before (laughs) as i told you i've got a couple fun segments to end to end the show but is there anything about either the context of when you played this or the game itself that you wanted to share or wrap up before we move on
1: is it a spoiler if we talk about the end of the game no
0: no 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 (laughs) spoilers so we will we're about to share about the end of the game so this is your warning go for it
1: (laughs) well i mean you you fight with king boo i i feel like that's pretty predictable yes you also like have this encounter with um what's her name helen gray yes and i think it's There's like this floor that you have to you have to like get these gems or something or like these keys, Mm -hmm. I think four different ones to open the door and um, like to finally get to the top and, and fight with King Boo. And there are all these like pictures, like portraits hanging on the walls of like King Boo and Helen just like doing things as friends (laughs) and I've just always wondered like what is their relationship to each other are they like best friends or is it like a strictly a business (laughs) relationship yes it's just it's really funny to me because they like have this falling out (laughs)
0: yeah it is that some of Do you have
1: any speculation (laughs) you
0: know it's a it does make me think I don't I don't think I had thought about it enough before but that's one of my favorite parts about games is when you can ask questions about stuff like that I, I i wonder like was it like you were saying was it purely a business relationship where it's like oh these were taken at a work party together <laughs> or are they personal friends and have known each other for years uh it is just so interesting to me and this game sets up so many cute interesting characters that you can ask that about others too um
1: spe- <laughs> and then at the end end you're like reconstructing the destroyed mansion like with the ghosts helping oh that's
0: right they are they're (laughs) helping you out and it's king boo who's bad
1: yeah Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's right i forget i forgot about that uh it's 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 just just such a
1: weird ending it
0: really is uh it's it it does charm me a bunch though and and i remember actually having trouble with that final boss i king boo I had to fight a couple times and at one point I realized I just ran out of time and I wasn't going to be able to Mm -hmm. beat him. And so it was one of those where I had to like take a breather and come back to it another day. And then it was a lot easier.
1: Me too. And I think I had to use one of those bone things because I died.
0: Oh, yes. I forgot about (laughs) the polterpup is so helpful in that way.
1: Yeah,
0: (laughs) Just giving you that extra life. Uh,
1: Oh, yeah. I did want to say that I hate Professor Egad, though. I hate his whole attitude.
0: Professor Egad, if you're listening, please, please know it's not for me. what would dive into this selfish
1: all he cares about is his research and he doesn't even care that luigi's brother and his friends are missing and he's like can you do me all these favors and oh yeah i guess your friends are missing too (laughs) like as an afterthought and then he tells you to like collect money but he doesn't tell you why and you don't really figure it out until it's too late
0: (laughs) yep you know now that you actually break down who, this, who he is and what he's doing Yeah I guess I don't like him very much either uh, I'm
1: glad I changed your heart Truly though I
0: mean it, you know I like to think Of myself as an open minded person That I'm always you know not set in. My, try not to be set in my ways so EGAD we're gonna have a talk When you get home mister I don't like that behavior uh, And then
1: sometimes he'll Like chime in when you're struggling yes. and say Something completely unhelpful Yes uh,
0: he, he'll he call you on the virtual Boo which I thought was really cute Yeah uh, Uh, Did you know – this isn't a fact either later, so you're getting bonus facts on this episode. Um, (laughs) Did you know that the Virtual Boo is based on a Nintendo console? No. It's it's actually called the Virtual Boy. This came out between the Game Boy and the Nintendo 64. You should – I would definitely look it up because it's wild, but it's this like – the sort of augment, not augmented. It's sort of a VR device that like you would put over your eyes. The controller was really complicated. It hurt everyone's vision <laughs> and it flopped big time. Uh, <laughs> but you should look it up uh, just to know what it is. But it's an interesting piece of history in Nintendo. In, in the other Luigi's Mansion games, in uh, the one on the GameCube, he has a Game Boy Color, which is his little thing that he talks to EGAD on. And then in the uh, 3DS one, he has like a regular DS. So he's always got a device that's like a Nintendo (laughs) handheld. Um,
1: That's great. (laughs) Yeah. uh,
0: But yeah, other than that, was there anything else you wanted to share before we do some post game stuff? No. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you. And thank you for sharing about that. Again, when you uh, brought it up after we had our chat about you coming on the show, I was so excited and I'm glad that. I'm glad that you got to do this one. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) uh, Happy for you, not me. I couldn't be happier in the world. uh, Any any happier. Um, Great. Well, (laughs) I do have two fun end-of-show segments for you, my patented post-game segments, and the first of which is the Fact Me by Your Game segment, and this is just where I share a couple facts with my guest about this game. Uh, These could be like Easter eggs, um, secrets, glitches, and we'll see what we have today. So – the first one, this is an Easter egg and uh, this is some pretty creepy stuff I thought. This is this comes from a video uh, by the Easter egg hunter at minute 6.50 and I can always send you this stuff too. Uh, on floor 11, um, there are two Hollywood references and this is not like the um, – this is not the movie floor. Uh, in a hallway on the floor, there's a carpet that is – Basically identical to the carpet used in the hotel in The Shining. Uh, and then it – but the carpet is right above this uh, this tile that is the same black and white like jagged floor pattern that's used uh, in Twin Peaks a bunch. So there's like two – I don't know if they're explicitly referencing those things. But this video pointed it out and I thought it was pretty interesting.
1: That is that the floor where it's um it's sort of mad hattery. Like it's got like the the cards the card theme. That seems you know like it about? would
0: make sense. I don't remember if it was or not, but that seems like it would be a fit. So I guess we've got some investigating to do.
1: I love that. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, that's the first one for you. Just a little Easter egg. And then nice. the second one is a secret a cut scene that you can miss in this game. This is of course, shout out to our favorite movie director. Don't know if if he has a name in this game. Um this comes from the Copycat YouTube channel. Uh and on the cinema floor, you have the option after uh after you beat the boss to go to the director's room and to suck up the to suck him up like you do all ghosts. Uh but if you want, you can wait until basically the end of the game and you'll be able to go in there and see his finished movie because he's been working on his movie this whole time and you watch a i don't know if you had done this and i don't want to spoil it even though it's pretty obvious what you're going to see but it's a cute (laughs) little uh cute little cut of the movie that he made starring luigi
1: oh my god (laughs) so the next time you
0: revisit this game wait to dispose of him until basically you go to finish the whole thing
1: that's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I'm definitely gonna do that. Yeah, so that's a
0: silly little thing. Uh, and that's that's the last fact of the Fact Me by Your Game segment. And then lastly, we'll finish up with the game recommendations segment. Now, this is my one forced tie-in to the movie Call Me by Your Name. And I got this idea for recommendations. I'm sort of basing these um, or I'm making these as if Luigi's Mansion was your romantic summer love that you're moving on from and you're like all relationships eventually going to move on to someone new. So at the end of the, when I saw that movie for the first time, call me by your name, I was wondering, well, spoiler, uh, Timothy Chalamet doesn't end up with army hammer, but I was wondering who he would date next. Would that next person be just like army hammer? Would they, would he branch out and rebel and date someone wildly different or someone out of the field? So this is a long winded way to say that's how these, uh, wrecks are based. Um, some of them are for fun. Some of them are real, (laughs) real ones for you. (laughs) So, uh, the first recommendation I have is if you want to play another GameCube era franchise that was refined, uh, and is available on switch, I'll recommend Pikmin three deluxe. I don't know if you've heard, have you heard
1: of this one? Yeah, I've heard of it. I've never played it though.
0: I, uh, spoiler. It was a Christmas gift that I got. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's really cute and charming and it reminds me of Luigi's Mansion in the sense that like you are also solving puzzles and battling enemies but like not in the typical video game way like in Luigi's Mansion you're using the poltergust in this game mm-hmm. you're using these little plant creatures that are your buddies <laughs> uh and it's all about like saving them saving a planet escaping uh so I would recommend at least looking up a, a video on it.
1: You're using plants. <laughs>
0: yeah, let me let me grab something real quick. Okay. So I've got the I've got the the disc case right here. Can you see these little those little guys there?
1: Oh yeah. So those are called oh, Pikmin.
0: So um, they are these cute little creatures that you pull out of the ground. Uh, and you uh you also like gather resources uh to like survive, but also to make more Pikmin. Each of them have a different ability, like the electric ones can get shocked and they'll be fine, uh, but they're weak. Blah, 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 blah. Um, but I have think- you ever
1: played plants versus zombies? <laughs> no,
0: but I know of that game. Did you have that on the SNES?
1: I had it on. I think it was either just the computer oh. or an iPad. Oh, no way. It's You use plants to battle zombies and it's delightful. <laughs> That's
0: amazing. Well, I haven't encountered any zombies in this game, but I can say the plants two thumbs up for me. Uh, but I, I think nice. this, there's a chance this might be up your alley. Oh, in fact, I'll say Dahlia, I, I might recommend checking the eShop. There might be a demo for this. Oh. So you can uh, try it, try it before you buy sort of thing. Um, the second recommendation I have is that if you're looking for another charming adventure on switch, that's also just about as gorgeous as Luigi's mansion. I'll recommend, uh, the legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening um, it's something I also think that sort of fits into the Luigi's Mansion something you liked about this game is that it's really contained uh, it also doesn't you can get lost for sure but like Luigi uh, this game I, I think that there's enough that will always lead you back to where you're supposed to be going so um, again the Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening uh, and then the last one this is sort of my fun one Uh is that if you what you took away from this game is that you just want to bust some ghosts the OG way I'll recommend to you of course Ghostbusters the video game from 2009 um, I don't think this is available uh, on Switch or it might just be on like the Xbox 360 but that was kind of my troll one for the very end uh, that if you're just like no I like the ghost busting that's what I took away from Luigi then, <laughs> then this game's for you <coughs> um that's the end of the Game Rex and Dahlia, that brings us to the end of the episode. So uh, we'll of course wrap up by plugs and of course you can plug any and everything you want including stuff you plugged earlier. But I also just want to thank you again for coming on the show. Uh,
1: thank you for having
0: you me. You bet. This, this has been a – as I've said to guests before, especially people I don't keep in super good contact with. Like you, uh, it's been a really nice excuse just to like hang out with people for like an hour and a half, talk about some video games and and see how somebody is. So thank you so much. This was really fun.
1: Yeah, this is great. Thank you. Um, I already plugged Interruption Show, so um, <laughs> there's that on Twitch and um, Comedy in English on Zoom. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter. It's just Dahlia, D-A-L-I-A. D-A-L-I-A. And then on Instagram, I'm Dahlia Malik.
0: Great. And, uh, what a big question though. When can we expect to hear your rap album? When's it
1: coming? (laughs) I don't know if you can see the hat that I'm wearing. Um, (laughs) I totally miss
0: that. It's also funny having followed you on Twitter for five years to see your Twitter journeys, (laughs) including that whole thing, beginning and taking off just a great, truly great follow on Twitter. Please follow Dahlia. Uh, well, thank you so much for sharing all of that. I'll sort of wrap us up with a few plugs of my own. Uh of course, our cover art is by the wonderful at glenn.j. Uh if you're listening now, it's not December 31st anymore, like it is for Dolly and I, but it's Glenn's birthday. Wonderful artist from Australia who does the cover art for our episode purely because it was fan art and he let me use it. So thank you, Glenn. Um our Patreon is at patreon.com/supernpcradio. Uh, if you're a fan of the Luigi's Mansion series out there, uh, the weekly show that Jeremy Schmidt and I do—that uh, is at any tier of our Patreon Super NPCs—we did a whole episode in October about Luigi's Mansion, um, just sort of like a summary of the series in general. So, hey, you might want to check that out if you're interested. And then, uh, of course, the show is produced by Jeremy Schmidt. You can check out his show, Video Games, a comedy show. I. I'm t- on Twitter at Connor underscore McCabe. And I also stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69. Uh, that'll do it for this episode. Uh, Dahlia, we did it. Congratulations to us.
1: <laughs> Thanks. I'm just laughing at your Twitch name. <laughs>
0: Thank you. Uh, I, I've, I've explained it before, but I when I started – uh, I think some account I wanted to just do my my handle Which was always uh, cons C-O-N-Z um, But then it was taken so I got I was like I'm going to make the most childish one I can think of <laughs> So that's cons is cool 69 uh, Well hey nice. listener Thanks for joining us we'll see you On the next one